Okay, we're on Davov. We're in the middle of Sukkot trying to figure out when Mishnah said that this Saita is does not do Yibum. If her husband dies after Shariah Kinu, after Shariah Stira, they're on the way to the base of Mikdash to, to drink the water, and then the husband dies and they did not have children. So the Mishnah says they do yib, do not do Yibum, but she still is in the Parsha of Chalitza. We're trying to figure out why, why that is. What's the difference? She did nothing. We don't know she was a Vade Saita over here. There's only a suffix Saita. And yes, the Torah asks her on the Baal, but what does that have to do with the Yavim? And therefore, maybe the, you should be able to do Yibum. That was the more I asked Akashi yesterday. The more from the Pasuk of Yatsav HaHaisal Yishachir and different kinds of combinations, the Gemara had said that we don't want her, it doesn't make sense to us to encourage her to marry the Yavum if you have this situation because Lamaisa, she's also the husband. She's an Acher, the way we explained the various drushes yesterday. And then once she does not have a mitzvah to do Yibum, then as Rashi explained, then she's an Eshes Achshalai B'maka Mitzvah. An Eshes Achshalai B'maka Mitzvah would have a Chiyav curse. But in all those parts of the Gemara, it was a special Gzeris HaKosov related to the Yibum, but you still have to do Chalitza. Just like we said, just like the husband has to give her a get, even when she is a Saita, so therefore you would also have to do Chalitza. Rav Amar, we're here about seven lines down on Davav. Eight. Rav Amar, a different Svara, how you know that she does not do Yibam. Rav says it's just a, a Kavachimer. Kavachimer. Im Nesra Bamutala. If she now, via this suffix Saita situation, Saita situation, she becomes usher to the husband that she was mutter to. So, but usher though, like Kalshikain. So, to the, her, his brother, which she was usher to while they were married as Eshasach, for sure the issue should extend to there, basically, as we explained, because uh, the halacha of Yibum is really an extension of the first marriage. So, if she's usher to the husband that she was mutter to, for sure that issue is going to extend to the brother that she's usher to right now, and she's only maybe going to come mutter to in the matzav of Yibum. Samalei Abaya, Abaya says, I like that svara, and therefore I can maybe use that svara in other situations as well. Elamiyata, what about the following case? Kaingadol shekidis almana. What if you have a kaingadol that marries an almana that he's not allowed to marry? It's an Islam, he's not allowed to marry an almana. Vimeis, and now he dies. Vieshto ach kaingadol. So he dies without children. He never got rid of her. He was supposed to divorce her, so of course he did not. And then he dies without children. And this almana now falls to his brother, who's not a kaingadol, he's just a kaingadol. And the kaingadol brother is allowed to marry an almana. So, does the brother over here do Yibum? The Allah is, he would do Yibum. Or Chalitza. So, says the Abaya, but according to Ravi, you're Svar, why don't we say, Loitis Yavim? We should say, in this case, you do not do Yibum. In Nasser, but now remember, this is a case of Yibum because it's not an Arais. And Almada is not an Arais, it's on Tarachi of Karis, so it doesn't cancel the Yibum. But he says, we have this Kavachimer. Loitis Yavim. In Nasser, but if she becomes Asr to the Karin Gadol, but Asr lo lekol shekein, so she for sure should be Asr to the Yavim. That was a bias Kasha. Says the Gemara, the, the, the Kasha doesn't really fit with the language you're using and the, in the Kavachimer. Nesra, she did not become Asr to the brother, to the Karin Gadol. Hasir She was always Asr. She was never supposed to marry in the first place. And Mutterla Asr So it's not, it's not, it's, Everybody in this case doesn't make any sense. There's, and it's not clear if Abayah is asking on the Lushan of the Gemara, or if he's actually saying the Svar should be different. But either way, it doesn't fit the structure. So the Gemara says, El, we have a different case that, that more fits the structure. Eishis Kayin Shanensa. So the Allah is, we said if a woman is, uh, is Ma'anis, if she was raped forcibly, so she's mutter to her husband. Hila Nispasa. So if she was not forced, she's also. If she was forced, she's mutter, except 
if the husband is a kain. If the husband is a kain, then even if she was raped forcibly, the halacha she becomes also to her husband. So they were married beheter. So you have an ashes kain. They were married beheter. Shenensa, and then she was honest with somebody else. The mace, and now the husband is supposed to divorce her, and he doesn't, and he dies. And leaves no children. Now, that really wouldn't help because once she's Nensa over there, then she would be also to all Kayanim, right? She becomes like a Zaino, a Chala, and she would be also to Kayanim. But what if this bro- her husband has a brother who's a non Kayanim? How does a Kayan have a brother who's a non Kayan? Because the father, after giving birth, let's say Yaakov, after giving birth to Reuben, his son was a Kayan, he went ahead and married a Grusha which he was not allowed to do, because Yaakov is also Kayin. And they had a child. That child, the result of a ben Grusha, of a chalutza, is called a ben Grusha. And then he is a cholol. Basically means he's a non kain Okay, he does not have yichas of kainim, And therefore, he does not have the halachas not to marry a zayna, not to marry any of these women. He's like a regular Yisrael. So you can have a situation over here, says Abaya, with this exact case. We have a woman who was married to a kain. Beheter. She became an usher to her husband now because of an oinus that happened. Then he dies. Theoretically, his brother, who's not a kohen, should be able to do yibum. But maybe you should use the kavuchamer we just said. If she became usher to, she was mutter to her husband. She that maisa that happened of saita, or should make her usher to the yavam as well. Like this yavam So why don't we apply this far in that case? And seemingly we don't. He says, because the Isser over here, this Svar, this Kadochimer, that if it makes it also to the, to the husband, it makes it also to the Yavim, is only applicable if that Isser applies to the Yavim equally had the Yavim been the husband. So in the case where it's, a, it's a, our case of Saita, if the Yavim would have been married to her, then of course she's a Saita, she's also to the husband. Whoever the husband is, she'll be also. It makes no difference. It's a marriage-oriented Isser, and if it's a marriage-oriented Isser, it would have made her also to whichever brother she was married to, and therefore it makes sense that if it asked her to Ruvain, it's going to ask her to Shimon. Whereas the Isser over here that we're talking about, of Aynas, had she been married to the Cholol, the Isser of Aynas would never have applied in the first place. A Cholol is allowed to be married to a woman who was Ma'anis, because he's like a regular Israel, he's not a kain at all. And therefore, you cannot apply the Kalvachimer in that situation, because Legabe the Yavim, there is no Isser whatsoever. If he was the husband, then there would never be an Isser, and therefore that Kalvachimer would not apply. But getting back to our situation, you know, says that no one argues on the Svar in our situation that if she was married, it became a Saitan, not a Vade Saitan. The Vade Saitan, no question, you don't do evil. Suffix Saitan, which is our situation, then we can say that since now she would have become Usr to either one of them that she'd been married to, if she's Usr to the Baal, she's definitely going to be Usr to the Oven, but she's still in the Parsha of Chalitza, because this is at the end of the day not a real Arias, and therefore she still have to become Mutter only through Chalitza. Says the Mishnah. The, the previous Mishnah had finished and said that when she is in a matzav of Saita, so then she is usher, even though she's still married now, she's not divorced yet, but she becomes usher to eat truma. And then the Mishnah here continues, and that isser continues, of course, until we clarify the situation. Now, if we clarify the situation positively, that means they went through Yishalayim, they went through the whole May Saita process, well, the drinking, which we'll talk about in great detail, and then she survives that. Okay, so we assume nothing happened, and if nothing happened, then she's, of course, allowed to stay married to her husband, and even if he's a Kayan, and eat Truma. However, in the following cases, we're not going to give her to drink. And if we're not going to give her to drink, then she's not going to be able to, be, to we're never going to be able to invite the suffix, and if she remains also to eat truma. And these are, if she says, I did it, 
if she admits, which we'll see tomorrow's daf, we very much at certain stages of this process encourage her to admit that she did it so that we don't have to erase the Shem Hashem and, and go through that whole process. So if she admits it, she's also the husband. He has to divorce her. But right now, even though they're still married, she's not allowed to eat Truma. She's, she's considered also to Truma. Or, and this is the critical one we're going to focus on in the Gemara, Shabo Edim Shitme. If there are Edim, that she is Tome. Now, the two points we're going to have to clarify in the Gemara is when do these Edim show up? Is this before she drinks, after drinks? If they show up before she drinks, then there's no question. If they show up before she drinks, she's a saita. She's a saita vada. They said she did a, a maisa's nus. And therefore, of course, she doesn't drink the maisaita and she remains also to eat truma. That's not debatable. As Tesis points out, at that stage, if it was showed up before she drinks, you don't even need to aid them. Even one aid, l'chaira, would be enough, because we said one aid on Tuma would make her aservada, and she wouldn't drink the Beisaita as well. So we'll talk about that, we'll, the Tesis will discuss, if this applies also by one aid, depending on when the aid would show up. Question? Yes. If we have a rule in Adam Osa Atzma, Russia, why do, we believe, why do we believe her that she did it? It's not a question of Adam Osa Russia, it's a question of Shavya Nafsheh Chaticha de Yisur. Right, so if, if you say something is also to yourself, it's also. And on the Messiah of Russia is the Gabi other people, not the Gabi yourself. Okay, so if you say that I am also to do something, you are also to do something. We trust you, the Gabi yourself, the Gabi that. Okay? And the next case is, Vimeris any Shaisa, or if she refuses to drink. She doesn't admit guilt, but she refuses to drink. Well, in which case, she remains also with her husband, she can't eat Shuma. Or, Shabayla Enerites Lashkesa, right? This whole situation is only when the husband brings her. As we'll see in the Gemara tomorrow, the husband has to be involved. If the husband refused to be involved, Bezdin can't force them. Bezdin can't force them. But in which case, she remains also with her husband, she'll be also to Shuma. Vishabala Balabadech. It is an interesting one, we'll learn out from the Gemara later on. If the husband says, okay, let's go to Yerushalayim, and on the way, they stay in a hotel together, and they have a Maisatashmish, which the husband is also to do. He's also to her at that point. And if he does a Maisatashmish, then the Lord's going to say, Adrasha, that since he did an Avera now, the Mayim does not check her as well. He's basically canceled the entire Saita process by doing this Avera, in which case, she remains also forever to him as a Saita, and she cannot eat you. Amar Avah. So those are, the, those are the five cases. We're going to focus specifically on the case of Edim, Shabolo Edim. Amar Avah. Homil so Amalur Avsheshes. Avsheshes told us the following halacha. Ve'nahar elon enayin mimas nisan. And we brought a riot to this and he enlightened us from the Mishnah. Because Avsheshes is going to bring a riot from a Pusik, And the riot he brings from a Pusik is kind of weak, as Rashi points out. And therefore, it would be better if we actually learned it from the Mishnah. And that's how we learned our Mishnah. What is that? And he said the following halacha. Soito shi'eshlo Edim in Medina Sayyam. If you have a woman, the husband accuses her and uh, does kinui, does stira, but no one really knows, the husband doesn't know, and he cannot find any edim that they actually did on my satashvish. So it's a suffix situation. You don't know what happened in that room, so you're supposed to bring her to Yerushalayim. However, the husband finds out that there actually were edim. There was two edim that passed by and checked into the window, and they know what happened inside that room. But... The Adam now flew off to New York, and they're not available, and we don't know what they saw, and we can't ask them to testify. So the husband says, well, okay, I don't know. If I don't know what the, halach, what the situation is, I'm going to bring her to Yushalayim and go through Saita. Says Rav Sheisha, says Rav Amram, no. Saita Sheisha, Edim, Medina, Sayyam, Eina, Mayim, Bait, You have to remember, this whole idea of Mayim, Bait, is a supernatural situation. It's a nace. It's not, nothing but Derech HaTeva going on over here. It's total nace. And there are going to be specific rules when this nace actually is occurring and when it's just a woman drinking muddy water and nothing's really happening over here. Says the Ramam, and we'll see a few of them in the Gemara, but says the Ramam, another one is that if there are Adim, even though nobody knows there are Adim, 
But theoretically, there might be Edom somewhere. The husband doesn't know them. Nobody knows there's Edom. But there are Edom. She can drink all the water she wants. Nothing's going to happen to her. We're not going to know. Could be she's guilty. Could be she's not guilty. Which means, as the Gemara is going to point out, when a woman drinks the water and nothing happens to her, you don't really know, does that mean she's innocent? Or does that mean she's super guilty? And that's why he didn't check her. So you don't really know. Now, obviously, halakhically, we can assume everything is fine and she's innocent until we know otherwise. But you don't really, really know. Okay? This is the Chiddush Yerav And the Gemara is going to question this from a philosophical perspective in a second. But from a halachic perspective, says the Ramam, this is the halacha. In my time, it says the Amar Kro, v'nistra v'hinitma v'eid einba. Now, Rashi points out, the reason this is a weak drasha is because we already said this pasuk of an history of an itma einba is talking about a case where we have a single aid that says, vadai, she did do the maisabiyah. And now you're using the same pasuk to talk about a suffolk case. If you read the pasukim, we said, this pasuk is about where she vade was mezana. That means vade. The next pasuk is by kinui, maybe yes, maybe no, it's a suffolk. So this pasuk is not really a suffolk pasuk, but Rashi says, in the context of Pasha Saita, we're assuming Suffolk. We're not assuming Vaday. So even though this specific passage we dash into mean Vaday, we're going to take it as Pshutish or she says, and make it talk about Suffolk as well. And we'll dash into Leka the Yodaba. The only time this whole partial works is if there's no Adim that are aware of what happened here. The Fukihada, Ika the Yodaba. Except in this case, where there are Adim, even though we don't know that there's Adim, or we're unaware, and we'll talk about a case in a second where we do know, we find out, and if we're not aware, then there are Adim, the water does not check Says the And again, because there's sort of a weak drasha from the Pasuk, we have a raya though from our Mishnah to this halach of Diktani, what does our Mishnah say? That who does not, the water does not check, and therefore she's also betruma. Shabola edim shitameh. If there's edim, that she was mazana. Now, what does that mean? The also edim emas. Where did these edim show up? If the edim showed up after Kinoi, after Stira, before she drank the Mesaita. So, Zaini, so of course. Dover Pushit, that she's a saint. She's like every other woman in the world who's Mazana as a nation's dish. She becomes also to her husband. She can't eat Shuma if he's a kind. So I don't need our Mishnah to tell me a case where Adam showed up before she drank the water. That would be a Dover Pushit Ma'od. I wouldn't need our Mishnah for that. Ellie, you know what the case is? Labasa Dishasi. Take she drank the Mesaita. She doesn't blow up. Seems healthy. She goes home. And therefore, we say, go eat Shuma. Okay. And now Adam show up. What do you do now with these Adim? What do you do with Adim that the Mesaita didn't kill her? L'chayr, if the Mesaita didn't kill her, would avoid, avoid the Loi Bashamayami question for now. But if the, the Bernisham said, in this situation, we trust Bashamayim, we're trusting the nation of the Mesaita. The Mesaita didn't kill her. She's innocent. Adim show up and say, she's guilty. What do you do? Do you trust the Adam or do you trust the water? We'll get to that. There could be a lot of reasons why the water didn't check her. But at this stage, we're only, we're only aware of one reason why the water didn't check her, and that is the Adam themselves. Okay? So it says the Gemara, Elo the Basa de Shossi. So if you're going to tell me that the existence of these Edim Klape Shmaya is a reason why she did not die from drinking the water, so then it's Gavaldic. So the water didn't check her, we thought the water didn't check her because she was innocent. Now that the Edim show up, we say, no, the water didn't check you because you were really guilty and there was Edim about it. And therefore we trust the Edim. If you say, not like a Vamram, and you say, even when there's Edim available that we're not aware of, but there's Edim, that are Edim, the water does check her. So to glory, most of my friend, the Sade Shakrin in you. says an amazing thing. 
we should then assume, if we hold not like a Rambam, we should assume if she drank the water and nothing happened, she's innocent. And the Edom are liars. And we should ignore the Edom. It's an amazing halacha. That's the kasha, the Gemara. Must be a raya. Not like that. Must be a raya that, that the fact that she did not blow up is not a raya connected to because their existence themselves is a reason why she didn't die. And it's a, it's a raya from our Mishnah to our Vamus could be the water dust checker. If you if the Adam are not here, the Adam didn't testify yet, the water checks her. Oh, we have another problem. We're going to see later on in the Masechta that if a woman has a certain schus, certain things she's done in her life, or her family, whatever it is, certain schusim could also help her get out of dying. Which again calls into question the whole veracity of this idea of Saita, of clarifying the situation, because when she drinks the water, okay, maybe you tell me Adam not coming is not a situation, but it could be she's guilty, and she just had a schus, and uh, something something good had happened to her life, she's given a lot of stuck or whatever it is, we'll see later on, and therefore, that's why she did not die. Which, right, but, that means that therefore, if Adam do come, we'll trust the Adam. If Adam show up now and say she's guilty, we can't say the water said you're liars, Maybe the water was not effective on her because she learned uh, she learned a lot of tzenorena, and therefore that's why the water did not affect her. But she was really guilty, and you see, this Adam, and we always trust Adam. That's a very simple shot. Question: Would yeah. the one that was with her die, I'm even sorry? though she had merit and survived? The one that was with her is supposed to die also. Right? But that you won't get to that later. But yeah, but that could be as well. That could be as well. But in general, whatever happens to her, that's what happens to the boil as well. Says my What's the issue over here between the way we're learning from this Mishnah and between of Yosef? So the question is, this has to do with the halacha of her, her falling apart, her degradation of Rebbe. What does that mean? This is time Rebbe Mishnah later on. Rebbe Yomer, that in the situation where she has a schus, but the halacha is, as we'll see later, the Pasuk clearly says that if she is innocent and she drinks the water, not only does she not die, but she gets brachas and she has children. And she gets she, Lots of good things happen. In this situation, says Rebbe, where she drank and she was really guilty, but she had schus law, then the water don't check, but any this, she doesn't get the brachas, right? Just because she has schus doesn't mean she gets the brachas. Ve'ena mishabeches, she doesn't become super healthy. Ella says, Rebbe, The truth is, she gets ill, she gets sick, and she doesn't die and explode in the base of Middash. She slowly dies over time. She dies from that Misa, but it's a slow death. I'm not sure if that's better or worse. Over time. Okay. So now what does Rebbe mean by that? So Rav Shesha Savar, Rav Shesha says, Bain the Rebbe, Bain the Rabbanon, have a Everybody agrees that, even the Rabbanon who argue in Rebbe, agree that if she's guilty, but has a schus, she will be sick. And she will slowly, not necessarily will she die, the Rabbanon say, but she will definitely be weaker and look sick. And therefore, if she looks weaker and looks sick, then we know she's really guilty. And if she doesn't look weaker and really sick, then we know she's really innocent and it's not a schus. Okay? And then we would say the Adam would have to be liars, because you see she's not guilty. Whereas of Yosef Savar, the Rebbe having his Navna, the Rabbanon loyim his Navna at all. The Rebbe, the Rabbi Yosef says, then no, the Rabbanon say that she would not get sick at all. And if she doesn't get sick at all, then you have no idea, is she really innocent or is she really guilty? And therefore you cannot necessarily use this against the Adam. So that was the question of how we learned that. 
Well, Lamaisi was bringing a riot from our Mishnah to this, his idea that if Adam exists, that's another way that she can get out of this. Mesir of Simrashi, Shitas of Shimon, who's asking the question that everybody asked already. Shimon, we cannot say she's guilty, but she doesn't die because of some outside schus. You're going to destroy the whole purpose of this whole thing. A woman who is actually innocent, who drank the water, and she wants to go home and be proud to be innocent. And say, You're not innocent. You're a schus. You're not innocent. There was Adam. And you sort of destroy the whole, the whole idea of, ver- of verifying everything over here. They never to me, you should tell them schus. That was if Shimon's tiny. The Misa, according to Ramam's point, there's another problem here. The Misa, yes, Adam, we didn't say, I'm Nami. After my Tishem, I'll tell you, Shashasu. Then I'm a Tumayo, so you. Just like if Shimon said, I don't like this idea of making her, of letting her survive because of a schus. According to Rabbim, you should not have the ability to make her survive because there's eight of them in Dina Sayyam. That's all the more. She's for sure guilty. It's more guilty, not less guilty. So would it have Shimon agreed to Ravama? He says, no, Rabbi Shimon, comment, you're right. According to Shimon, you're asking me. Rabbi Shimon, at this stage of the Gemara, you're right. Ravamam's halacha, that she could get out of this if there's Adam and Medina Sayyam, which makes her even more guilty, that definitely is not in Shittas of Shimon. Rabbi Shimon definitely says, you cannot get out of this in any other way than being innocent. Because if we let you out of it in a real case where you're guilty, then you're, you're just questioning the whole situation over here. So Rabbi Shimon himself would argue on Ravamam, that's no question. But Ravamam says, it's halacha, if you don't hold like Shimon. Mesiv Ravo, Ravo, Mesiv Ravo. It says a Mishnah later on as follows. The Elu Shemin Chosein Nisraf. As part of the Saita process, and she brings a carbon Mincha. Okay, we say she brings a carbon Mincha Sairim. She did a Maisa Behemoth. She brings a, a carbon of Behemoth. And she brings a Mincha. However, normally, when you bring a carbon Mincha, you do a Kmitza, as we're familiar from the carbon Sachtas Menachas. You're makriv the Kmitza on the Mizbeach, and the rest of the carbon you get to eat. The Kayanim get to eat it. However, says the Mishnah later on, these following people, they can the carbon mincha cannot be eaten and it gets burned. It's kaddish, but it gets burned because it became puzzle. And the Mishnah says, if she says she admits her guilt after they already made the carbon and they started processing the carbon, and then she admits her guilt, so you stop. Okay, so if you stop, the carbon mincha is already kaddish, so you just have to burn it. Nothing you can do about it. And it says in the Mishnah, Shabalu Adim And if Adim show up mid process, now what does that mean? Adim show up mid process. To also Adim Emas. When did the Adim show up? If the Adim actually showed up in Bezdin and testified before they did the carbon mincha, but the people who were processing the carbon mincha, I guess, didn't hear about the Adim yet, and they started making the carbon mincha. So tepekachulin. That carbon mincha is a mincha betos. They never should have made the carbon mincha. She's not a saint anymore. We may be able to take her out and kill her, okay? But she's not a saita to have to bring this carbon mincha. And therefore, the carbon mincha was never called. So why do you say if the carbon mincha is burned, the carbon mincha just becomes chulin? Right? So that can't be the case. Ella, the bus of the kudj. We must be talking about when she, she came to Bezdin, we pressured her to admit, and she said, no, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. We say, okay, we're going to make you a saita. We start preparing the carbon mincha. And now Adam show up. So if Adam show up, we stop. Right? Adam show up, there's nothing to talk about. We stop the process, the carbon mincha is cottage. But wait a second. According to Rav Amram, if Adam show up now and said that she had his nus three weeks ago, that means at the time you started processing the carbon mincha, she was not really going to ever have a proper site situation, according to Rav Amram. Because if the Adam exists, there's no site process. If there's no site process, then the mincha is not a mincha anymore. And if the mincha is not a mincha, you don't burn such a mincha. Again, it's tape It was a it was a mincha that you made 
mistakenly. So, yeah, would be a parsha, not like Ravamam, so you could, you could have theoretically brought this carbon mincha, we stop, we burn it. And you should turn out that the water was never going to check her, in which case the mincha was never a mincha, and the mincha should just go to and It shouldn't be a bad mincha, it should be no mincha. It's a raya and a kasha on a ram's halach. Here we go. No. The only time Rav Amam said his halacha is if there was Aiden that she had done a Maisa's Nos whenever, previously in the past, and therefore when you came to prepare the Karbim Mincha, you were really not a site at all because the water was never going to check you. But what if she did not do a Maisa's Nos in the past? Halacha, as we'll see later on, is that if we can find out this woman is guilty of being, uh, of being not faithful to her husband, regardless whether it's this particular Maisa that we're dining on or not, the whole sort of process stops because she's guilty of she's guilty of ish, whether it's this case or some other case doesn't matter. Okay, so what about the following situation? She comes, the husband accuses her, kino hysteria. She comes to basic dish. There's no aid, no aid. During the they start preparing the carbon mincha. Okay, if Adam comes, she did a maestas nos two weeks ago, Karbam Mincha goes l'chulin, you're right. You know what this case is? She sneaks out, as we'll see in a second, and she does the maestas nos in the base of dish. And therefore now, she's not a site of Suffolk, she's a site of Suffolk from the Karbam Mincha perspective, but she stops having the process of site to be done, because now she's a Vadeh ish who did a maestas nos. But the Karbam Mincha was a proper Karbam Mincha, when it was being prepared, and therefore it would be burnt. It's going to zin bazar, the chikodesh mikara, shaper kodesh. How is she having Znus in the base of English? She's got two Kayanim walking with her to, in this whole process. We'll see in the mission tomorrow. She seduced them. We're talking about a case where she says, I need to go to the bathroom. And they don't lock her in jail. So even if she wants to say she's not Mazana with the Kayanim themselves, which would be kind of difficult, and practically speaking, and also the Kayanim are supposed to be relative to Tzadikim, but maybe she went out to go to the bathroom, and uh, her bio was outside the base of or downstairs waiting for her by the bathroom, and she was Mazana over there. Well, okay, so it's a, as we would say, Akasha of Amaisa. But somehow, if she did Amaisa's no stand, that could be the case where the Kabramicha gets burned. But if there was Adam, what happened earlier? The Kabramicha does not get burned. The Kabramicha just gets thrown away, not even thrown away. It just becomes Hulun the gum. That's tomorrow's daf. You're ahead. Rav Papa Amar li'olam kedamrina meikara. Rav Papa says we're going back to the original case where Adam came and Adam said that she was mazaneh two weeks ago. In which case, Rav Amam said she's not a soita. She's also to her husband. All that things apply, but she's not a soita. She does not bring a carbon mincha. Oh, so why is this carbon mincha a srefes? Why are you burning the carbon mincha? Why don't you just say it goes lechulin? With the kamatepik lechulin midrabanon. You're right. Midraisa, it's not a carbon mincha anymore. Midraisa lemafreya was never a carbon mincha. Midrabanon, we say you should burn it. Why? Once a carbon mincha was niktash in a klishares. Generally speaking, the rule is once something's in a klishares, it's kadosh forever until you take care of it. Take care of it, it, or whatever it is. In this situation, you're going to put it in a klishars. Then you're going to say, well, we made a mistake, it wasn't a carbon mincha, we're going to let you go to chulun. Darais, you're right. We say, treat it like a kaddish carbon mincha that got puzzled and burn it. Now that's a big kasha. Tyson says there's many kashas we can ask on this too. We don't see this in Mesech Tzvachem and Renachas that we do this any other time. The Gemara brings a specific case where we see this kasha. Meser of Mari. 
Nitmas Minchas. It's actually the Mishnah later on as well, on Lamed Aleph. The Mishnah says, what about if a case where she prepares the Karba Mincha, to be a, a Saito Karba Mincha, and it becomes Tameh. So the carbon becomes tummy, it can't be back of it, of course. So minchasa nitmas minchasa actually cut shibakli. If it became tummy before they were makdashin in the klishars, it's like any other possible carbon mincha. Vitifta, you just paid it because it didn't have klishars yet. Finish, and you paid it, you buy another one. Once you put it into the klisharis, and now it becomes tamei, then you burn it, because it's like any other carbon mincha that became tamei after it was in the klisharis. You can't be pited anymore. There's no such thing as a mum or something like that to be pited. So once it's cut to be klisharis, you just burn it. The Mishnah continues. What if after you put it into the klisharis, you now did a kmitza on it, and you're about to be makivit on the mezbech, and then either the woman dies, or her husband dies, the accuser. So then, right when one of them dies, the process is over. So you can't be makivit the kaimits at this stage. So then you burn it. You don't makivit the kaimits, you just burn the whole thing. It was kaddish properly, it just now became puzzle, so you throw it away. Let's say they were makr of the kaimits already. And now, the kaimits didn't have a chance to eat it. Then it's a kosher carbon. Once you did the kmitza and the haktoras hakmitza, carbon is a kosher carbon. I don't care what happens afterwards. The whole carbon was bought, brought to verify her suffix situation. Once you did the kaimits and you put it on the mezbech and burned it, the rest of the carbon is totally kosher. It served its purpose. That which we never got to drink the mezaita, that's not our problem. The carbon's kosher. Now we get to the part of the Mishnah we care about. If Edim show up now, after this carbon is already in the process here, the Edim show up, so Minchasen is Srefes, the Mincha gets burned. But, Nimtzei, that we, can, that we say we can tolerate, maybe that's Midra Barat. But here he says, Nimtzei, Edim, Zaymimim. What if, not Edim on the Tumah, be careful over here, Edim on the Stira. Right? To be able to make a Ramesaita, you have to have two Adam on the Kinoi, two Adam on the Stira, depending on Shita. But what if you find out those Adam are Zaymim and she never, she never had a proper Stira ever? Okay, well, she never had a proper Stira ever. She's not a Saita. She goes home. What do you do with the Kabbalah Mincha? So says the Mishnah, Minchas is Chulim. The Minchas is Chulim. Now, why? You just said in any situation where you put the carbon mincha in and it becomes kaddish, midrabbanan, we don't want you just getting rid of it. Midrabbanan, we want you to burn it. Why by the Edom don't you want you to burn it? Should be the same halacha. Must be that it's not a question of midrabbanan. It's a daraisa issue because we don't care about the Edom and She was really a saita. So it's a kasha nevamam. So my Edom zayim kamet. Edom zayim kala Everybody knows when Edom zayim show up what's going on, and therefore they understand why the mincha became chulu lemafreya, because there was never really anything to prosecute over here. But in our situation with this Edom Hayam, people might not know about it, people might get confused what's going on with the cover mincha. So Rav Amma might be right, but in that case we would burn it. We have a b'risa which says, like if Sheshus is alocha, now if there's Edom Hidinas Hayam, the way Saita does not check her, but a different Pusik that we brought before. It says in the Pusik, if she was not guilty, and she is tar, then she has all these brachas, she has children. Why does it say, it should say, if, if she's not guilty, then she has kids. What do I need the utahirahi? So we dash him to there's actually other reasons why she might not blow up. But she won't get the brachas. And that is a case where, like Mamashar's situation, if there's Edim in Medina Sayyam, she's not going to die, but she also is not going to get the brachas. And the, 
Okay, that, tomorrow we'll talk about later on how you do that, deal with that. But, in terms of our halacha, if there's eight, the bracer says beferish. If there's eight in the Medina, say, Yom, like her, Vamam says the water does not check her. And that's what we learn from Tahir. And it says, U Tahir, the extra vav, Veloy Shatala Schos. Like, like we said, if she has Schos. He, or, and it says, Tahir, he, Veloy Shiyasu, Vietnam, Bamam, Isaac, Slavina. Also, the Mora's going to say another hetta later on, the why she won't die. If everybody, Moses, Belavina, Belavana, are women who used to sit around and weave wax, uh, not wax, flax, weave flax and spin the flax by the light of the moon, okay? And they would do it at night because it was cooler outside, and they would all sit around and do it together, and they would schmooze a lot. And when they schmooze a lot, you know, the rumors fly. If everybody knows that this woman was Mazana, that's also a reason why she's not going to blow up and die. If everybody knows. Even if there's no Edom, even if we can't prove it. But if everybody's talking about it, we'll see later on in the Masech, that's also a reason. It says the most, we have three heterophim from the Tyra, from the U, and from the He, three reasons why she's actually guilty, but will not die. Either she had a schos, or there's Edom, or everybody's talking about it. Okay, so therefore you see Mamish like Ravim and Reb Shimon and Reb Shimon argued on all this. Reb Shimon said, "No, because then you're going to say you don't know if she's guilty or innocent. You're going to get in trouble." Need the vavloi darsh. Maybe he doesn't darsh in the u tahira. He has that case which you're going to have the same situation. He, that's a pasuk of tahira teaches me that. How's Reb Shimon arguing? Says, so, "You're right." What's Reb Shimon's whole chashash? That maybe that really she is guilty. But people will think, and, but she's going to go home and say, look, I'm innocent, I drank the water. People are going to say, ah, you're not innocent. Because there's Eidim and Dines Hayam. It's because Schos Taylor. So if she says, Schos Taylor, I'm not going to go with. Because that, everybody could have a Schos, who knows? And therefore, people might think she's really guilty, and that's not fair to her. But the Eidim and Dines Hayam, that's not Shriach. Right? She can justifiably tell her friends, you see, I'm innocent. And they're not going to say, well, maybe there's Eidim and Dines Hayam that... If there's Adam, we would have known about them. And if that's not something we have to worry about. So that, so now we're changing. And originally we said if Shimon argues on both points, now we're saying if Shimon only argues on schus taylor. He doesn't agree with the schus taylor because that's not fair to anybody. But Adam and Dinah say, oh, that's relatively fair because you don't know exactly who's going to, that's a davar shayishchiach, and therefore we can be told on that point. And we, we come out, like Rav Amam's halacha, that if you have Adam and Dinah say, even if we don't know about the Adam and they come out later, turns out she was never considered a saita in the first place. The water will not check her, and we don't consider the Adam to be liars, as we had said.